0: Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. A Time to Heal by Hera Girl on AO3. Rating Teen and Up. Chapter 15. Wait along, wait along. The last lines and notes of the closing theme played as the lights slowly came up in the darkened movie theater. Reyes turned to Skinner with an eager smile on her face. Well, what did you think? I think that may be one of the best movies I've ever seen, Skinner replied enthusiastically. I can't believe that movie is, what, nearly 50 years old? It seems like it could have been made this year. I know, Reyes replied as she gathered her straw bag and stood up. The director was really ahead of his time. The way they set up with those camera angles the whole story taking place in real time, it was very revolutionary for the 1950s. Skinner also rose and they slipped out of the row of seats and walked back up the aisle into the lobby of the old-fashioned movie palace. That's true, but that's not what I meant. Skinner continued as he threw the empty popcorn container and soda pop cup into the trash can. I was thinking of the whole story. One man standing up for what he believes in, no matter what the cost even if he has to do it alone. As they walked out of the theater into the warm desert night, Reyes took Skinner's arm and looked up at him. That is true. The whole story is timeless, she agreed, and Gary Cooper was perfect for the part, played it as if he believed every word. I know. He reminds me of every image I ever had of the true Western hero, the real American ideal, Skinner replied. As they walked along to the car, He was musing silently for a moment, trying to decide whether he should speak and tell her what was on his mind. You may think this is strange, Monica, but do you know who I was thinking of all during that movie? Who? she asked, turning her dark eyes on him. Mulder, Skinner answered, finding it difficult to articulate the man's name. It reminded me of him, one man standing alone. Although at the end, Will Kane wasn't completely alone. He had his bride standing beside him, despite her misgivings. And you see, who? Agent Scully as the bride? Reyes is countered as they approached the car. Skinner opened the door for her and held it as she slid into her seat, then walked around to his side. Yes, Scully was always skeptical and rarely agreed with Mulder, Skinner continued. But when it came right down to it, when things got rough... She always stood by him. He lowered himself into the car and slipped the key into the ignition. As he was about to turn the key, Reyes laid a hand on his arm, and he turned his head to look at her. Her eyes were full of warmth. "'Actually, Walter, I don't think of Mulder when I think of Will Kane,' she said softly. "'I think of you.' "'Of me?' Skinner was truly surprised at her words. "'Why me, Monica? I'm certainly no hero.' "'Will Kane didn't think he was a hero either,' Reyes reminded him. "'He was a simple, decent man, standing up for what he believed in. "'He was willing to go the distance, "'even sacrifice his own life to defend the town that was entrusted to his care, "'even if he had to do it alone.' "'She paused for a moment, then continued. "'That's just like you with Mulder and Scully. "'You're willing to do anything to protect and defend them, "'even if you have to do it alone.' Skinner felt a wave of bitterness and regret at her words, and he twisted his head around so he couldn't look in her face as he spoke. That didn't help either of them very much, he muttered. Reyes reached up and laid her hand along his face, turning him back towards her. He saw a face filled with compassion and understanding. Don't be too sure of that, Walter, she said quietly. They both knew you were in their corner, and they both knew that you would go the distance for them. That's what really counts. That will help Agent Scully in the days ahead. She'll know she can lean on you. Skinner felt gratitude for her words and her understanding. He leaned over to gently kiss her, feeling his bitterness ease with the taste and feel of her warm lips. He pulled back and watched her slow smile cross his face. Why don't we go back to the hotel, Walter? She asked, an unmistakable invitation in her eyes. Skinner smiled back. My thoughts exactly, Monica. He turned the key in the ignition, applied his foot to the accelerator, and they were off in the darkness, leaving the glittering lights of the theater behind them. Chapter 16 They were barely in the door of his suite when Reyes turned playfully aggressive, grabbing his hand and pulling him into the bedroom. Just a minute, Monica, he remonished. Don't you want a drink or something? Oh, I want something all right, Reyes giggled pulling him along with one hand, while with the other she was ripping at the buttons of her blouse. Once in the bedroom, she quickly removed the rest of her clothes, while Skinner removed his boots and socks, and then, looking at him lasciviously, she made a little clucking sound. "Tisk tisk." Walter, you look terribly uncomfortable in all those clothes, she declared as she approached him. Before he knew what was happening, she had torn off his denim shirt and the t-shirt underneath and was in his arms her mouth pressed to his. Skinner wrapped his arms around her, pulling her tighter to him. As her tongue explored his mouth, he began to feel the first sensations of arousal as he responded to her, his mouth opening wider and his own tongue tasting the inside of her sweet mouth. Throughout the kiss, Reyes's hand had been very busy unbuckling the belt around his waist, unbuttoning the top button of his jeans and pushing the zipper down. Then, still kissing him deeply, she hooked her fingers underneath the waistband and pulled hard until his jeans and boxers came down over his hips and dropped to the floor around his ankles. Reyes broke the kiss then, stepping back just enough to give Skinner room to step out of his fallen garments. She eyed him speculatively, hungrily, as he stepped back again and the backs of his legs pressed up against the bed. "'Monica, what?' He started to say, before she gave him a push, that caused him to lose his balance and fall upon the bed. Then she was on top of him, smiling wickedly. Monica, what is this all about? He asked, as he tried to sit up. Reyes pushed him back on the bed so his head was resting on the pillow. "Uh Uh-uh. She shook her head, her dark eyes gleaming and her dark curls dancing around her face. Let me do the work right now. Your turn comes later. Time lost all meaning as Skinner was caught up in a world where only sensation mattered. Was it minutes or was it hours? Skinner would never know. As he became lost in the pleasure Reyes was giving him. She fell upon his body like a wild cat, seemingly intent on devouring it. Her clutching, exploring fingers and her warm, wet, greedy mouth were everywhere, scorching him, burning him, causing his desire to rise to a fever pitch. Time after time, she brought him to the brink of release, then pulled back, allowing the fever to cool a little before once again beginning the slow, hot, sweet torture. At last, when he could stand no more, she gripped him tightly and rolled them both over so that he was on top of her. He looked down into her face and saw that her eyes were glazed smoky with a need for release that more than matched his. Now, she gasped, Walter, it's your turn now. Skinner was seized with a passion stronger than he had ever known as he took her forcefully, nearly driving the breath out of her body. He felt Reyes clutch him tightly, her voice urging him on. He heard her scream his name, felt her nails rake into his back, and then the wave washed over him, and he found himself involuntarily crying out as he achieved the most powerful climax he had ever known. Skinner fell off her then, and they both lay apart for a moment, gasping desperately for breath. Then Reyes moved in close, and the wildcat became a tame, cuddly kitten as she laid her head upon his chest. Skinner's arms closed over her, and she gave a contented sigh before she drifted off to sleep. Skinner lay quietly holding her, savoring this quiet moment after the tumult that had just passed. His body began to feel weightless. His mind began to drift aimlessly. His eyes closed and breathing deeply, he slipped into sleep, his last conscious sensation the subtle scent of the sleeping woman he held in his arms. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.